Aaron's Repair and Service Kauai specializes in automotive, gas, diesel, and heavy equipment repair from the family car to commercial fleet services island-wide. Call Aaron today to schedule an on-site estimate, 808-631-8758. I know you came for the talk. I hope you'll stay for the impact. This is Teak Talk. Let's begin. Well, hello there again. Welcome to a new episode of the Teak Talk podcast. This would be episode number six. And today we're going to be talking about self-advocacy. I want to start by saying thank you for coming back if you've been here before. If this is your first episode with the Teak Talk podcast, thank you so much for allowing me a chance to be a part of your Monday each and every week as we move forward. The Teak Talk podcast is basically on overcoming adversity and navigating life with but not limited to a physical disability. Now, if you are touched by disabilities in any form, it may not be you with the actual disability yourself. It might be, and if that's the case, hey, right on. I've got spina bifida myself. If you are just touched by disabilities in the way that you are a parent of a child with a disability, or you're an aunt or an uncle, or maybe even a sibling of someone who has a disability, Well, I'm glad you're here because the goal is to provide a community of resource and support for those affected by disabilities. And on today's episode being self-advocacy, this is a huge one. And it doesn't just apply to people with disabilities. It applies to everyone realistically because self-advocacy as we move on in life or as we grow in life is hugely important. I want to start by saying thank you so much to my sponsors, Aaron's Repair and Service, Kamoa Events, the Abacus app, and of course, Tiny Love Kauai. To begin today's episode on self-advocacy, let's talk about first off, what is self-advocacy? It might be obvious to some, but it may not be obvious to everyone. So I want to go over it. Self-advocacy is an individual's ability to communicate, convey, assert, or even negotiate their needs and rights as a person with a disability. It is the ability to make decisions and be responsible for those decisions. Now, what does that mean exactly? Well, as a person with a disability at 37 years old who has been a long proponent of self-advocacy and been very good at it myself in and of my own life and the different experiences that I've had and been able to have, basically, it's just being able to stand up for yourself and stand on your own, ask for the help that you need when you need help, knowing what kind of help it is that you need by understanding your diagnosis and your disability as a whole and how it pertains to you. And of course, the diagnosis between me and someone else could be the same, but our needs could be drastically different. And I think that that's an important thing to understand. I think it's imperative that we understand that Just because diagnoses can be the same doesn't mean that the needs for or to be successful in that diagnosis are the same for everyone. Self-advocacy could be just asking for help in a classroom setting, being able to have the confidence and the authority to know that you have the right to ask for help in class from your teacher from an aide, and that knowing that they will do their best for you is always something that is reassuring, and it's always something that will help build someone's self-advocacy when their needs 
and the help that they need is attended to and respected or granted as they need it. I want to talk about how to maximize advocating for yourself and how important it is in your life or for the life of someone who has a disability. I think it's critically important to know yourself, know your disability, know your strengths and your weaknesses, and be able to identify your weaknesses and admit to them. Know where you need the work and know where to get the help is a big one. Recognizing your weaknesses is a great thing, but you need to know where to ask for help and how to find the help to build upon the weaknesses because we all have weaknesses. That's a given. I think you have to know what accommodations you need in order to make yourself successful, both academically and professionally. And in doing that, in asking for help, in asking for accommodations, one of the biggest things that you get out of that is experience. It's the experience of asking for help. A lot of times that's hard for many people, especially for us as children. And that can actually follow us through high school and into adulthood. But the more and more you do it, the easier it becomes. And that leads me to being assertive in managing your disability. Now, I'm careful with this one because there are a lot of different ways that this can be interpreted. Now, assertiveness generally would be confident or forceful. But you don't want to be too overbearing and too forceful in the way you speak to people when you have needs. Because if you have special needs, those need to be tended to. I agree. But I don't believe that you have to be angry about it or degrading about it when you talk to people. Now, I don't know about you. I can only speak for myself. But there are situations that I've witnessed over my lifetime where people with disabilities get totally heated and upset and totally enraged because of one thing or another. And it could be discrimination. It could be just people being total jerks. It could be people being mean. It could be all kinds of different scenarios. But I think one of the most important things when it comes to assertion, when you're trying to advocate for yourself, is not to be overbearing, is not to be rude or condescending when you speak to someone. Because at the end of the day, the person that you're speaking to is a human. And more importantly, that person has feelings just like you. It is, to me, far too common these days when we look around and we see people who get upset on planes or at the ticket counter at the airline when a flight gets canceled. It's become too commonplace for people to just throw up their arms and get totally, totally out of hand and just let loose and say what they want to say in the moment, no matter how degrading or how inappropriate, vulgar it may be in the moment of anger. I think as people with disabilities, it's important for us to be assertive, but it's also important to understand how to be tactful, how to be respectful, and how to speak to someone while you're also asserting the fact that you are a person with a special need that requires an accommodation and you are more than willing to wait to be able to get the accommodation that you need and be patient. It's a way you ask. It's the way you talk. And as you grow and as you learn about how to deal with different people in different settings, both 
academic and professional, as well as, you know, your personal life, there are things that and times that are going to come up where people aren't going to be nice and aren't going to be accommodating as quickly as you feel they should. And that's okay. I think what's more important is that you know and learn how to handle those situations as they arrive in your life. And as they come up and where they're going to mean a lot in the way you handle them. Because one of the things nowadays, you never know who's watching. You never know who's filming you now. And so knowing how to be assertive, but also tactful is critically important. Knowing your rights and knowing the ADA laws, I think is important too. And I think you really should study that. I think you also have to have the ability to take responsibility for your needs in planning ahead and planning properly. We see that commonly nowadays. A lot of people don't plan ahead, don't plan properly, and then they get upset when things don't go well. Now, I'm not talking about special people with special needs in that particular sense. I'm just saying in general, when you look at people who travel and stuff along that line, they have a really hard time when things don't go well, but it's also because they didn't plan properly. Kamoa Events LLC is Kamoa's premier wedding and event hosting service. Kamoa Events specializes in delivering authentic, memorable experiences for their clients. Wedding officiant and MC extraordinaire Moi Alaiafune is one of the best in the industry. From officiating your dream Kamoa wedding to MCing your reception, Moi will make your special day one to remember. Kamoa Events call to book today at 808-753-2484. That's 808-753-2484. Did you know the abacus can teach children to calculate equations in their head quickly and accurately in just 10 minutes a day? But abacus lessons on average cost $160 a month. A West Kauai nonprofit called Nawe is building the abacus app so any child can have access to abacus lessons for $9.99 a month. To learn more or support the project, go to 336.org slash abacus. That's 33six.org slash Abacus. Now, as we continue on talking about self-advocacy here in episode six of the TikTok podcast, something that is critically important is the development of self-confidence. Now, I'm not going to try and sit here and tell you that I'm the most self-confident person and I've mastered self-confidence because that would be an utter lie. I struggle with self-confidence in different ways. I have always struggled with self-confidence in different aspects. I would like to think that if you met anyone that knows me both professionally and personally, that they would tell you that I don't project that and that I always come across as a very confident, clear and concise individual. And if that were to be the case, I would say it's because I was given a foundation that was centered around self-confidence, but it was, I've not always been perfect at it, and nobody is. I think one of the things about myself in the way that I handle myself is I had somebody in my life who was brilliant. One day you might even get to hear the person on the show. They actually quoted a, I don't know if it was their quote or a quote that they took from someone else, but it's a quote on courage, and it goes something along the lines of 
Courage is being the only person in the room that knows you're scared to death. When you think about the depth of what that means, it's actually pretty impressive, right? Because we've all had to stand up in front of a classroom or in front of our peers in any sense, both uh, professionally and academically, and give a speech or give a talk or introduce ourselves. And in a lot of ways, that can be one of the most scary moments for someone who has a disability because they're worried about how people see them and how they perceive them just from the physical aspect that they may come with. Like me with leg braces and walking funny and suffering from hammer toe and foot drop and all this stuff. But you bet when I get up in front of an audience, I introduce myself clearly, calmly, and concisely. Because if I am scared to death, I'm the only one in the room that knows it. And that's a great critical rule, I think, to master in life. Something really, really brilliant, if you ask me. I think the biggest restraint to self-confidence is shame, right? Regarding our diagnosis or disability. I've suffered from that my most of my life. I would say at 37 years old, still have issues with it, but we work through it the best way we can. And I think the best way to overcome shame of a diagnosis is to surround yourself around people who share the same diagnosis or challenges, who know firsthand what it is that you're going through. We're going to talk more about that in an upcoming show about camps and youth rally for kids with bowel and bladder diversions and so on. Getting back to self-advocacy, I think one of the things that is a skill, but also something that you must learn to do as a person with a disability, speaking clearly or as clearly as possible, looking people in the eye when you talk to them and not hesitating as much as possible is important. Knowing the subject matter that you're speaking of, I think is critically important too. You know, you always hear the term, think before you speak. Well, that's critically important, but it's more important in the way that you do want to come across as you've done your research, done your homework, and you know more or less what you're talking about. Now, I read a article out of UC Santa Cruz. It was the Disability Resource Center article that I got a lot of the information here from and a lot of my talking points from. Really great article. Talks about entering the college life, which is really cool because as a kid coming from high school, it's a great article if you happen to have a, a disability. It is not pertaining just to the UC Santa Cruz College, but you could use it in any event or any case for a high schooler who has special needs going into college anywhere in the world. It is a critically cool article. You can check it out online. And again, it's under the Disability Resource Center for UC Santa Cruz. I think that self-advocacy as a whole is a crucial skill in life for those with disabilities who can speak and think for themselves. Understanding that you can overcome life's challenges and obstacles is my goal in this episode. Because... 
when you are able to ask for help, when you are able to tell people what it is you need and why you need it, maybe in some cases, it's best to explain why it'll just give you that much more of a leveled playing field to ensure your success in whatever endeavor you happen to be on at that time. The best and most important thing about being your best self-advocate is knowing who and where to turn to for help. If you think about that, there's a huge gain when it comes to self-advocacy if you know where and who to turn to for help. A lot of us don't know where to turn, don't know who to ask, so we become afraid of asking for help, and that should never, ever be the case. If you are a student, I don't care if you're in high school or college, I don't care if you are a student right out of high school going to college, or you are a non-traditional student like I was who entered college at 31, knowing that in that case, you have counselors to ask for help, along with your professors, along with the dean of students, or whoever it might be. You might have to climb the chain to get to the right person, but it starts with your counselor. In my case at Kuwait Community College, it was a woman named Alicia Sams, who hopefully I can get on the show. We can have a whole episode about self-advocating in the realm of education and college. When it comes to advocating for yourself in the professional world, it is going to be talking to your direct manager about what accommodations you need. Now, you might have to take it a step further and go to your HR department. You may have to go to your executive team. I doubt you'll have to go that far. HR is usually always easy to work with and your most accommodating personnel. I'll give you some examples of what I mean by accommodations and why you need to self-advocate for these. When I enter a classroom in college, one of the things that a couple of things I needed. One, I needed to sit near the door to a classroom. People will say, well, why is that an accommodation? Well, for me, it's an accommodation because I can have gastrointestinal issues on a moment's notice and I need to be able to get out the door and to a restroom immediately. One of the things that I take into account is trying not to make things harder for other people and create a disruption. So if I sit closer to the door, it's less of a disruption and it's better for me as a whole to be able to get out the door quickly and to the restroom. It's a win-win situation for everybody. So with that said, that's one of my accommodations. Another accommodation that I have for my professional life and my work is I have done paperwork for what they call the Family Medical Leave Act. What that allows me to do is work with my doctor to get the proper documentation to turn into my HR department so that when I do get sick, and I don't just mean catch cold, the flu and that kind of stuff. When I get sick due to my disability, it is not counted against me in the realm of my attendance of my work. That's critically important because nowadays, and actually really throughout history, or work life, rather, your ability to show up on time and get work done on a consistent basis 
really mattered when it came to your career in any capacity. And so now they still hold you accountable, right? They still expect you to show up. But we understand that for folks with special needs, some things are out of their control. And having the Family Medical Leave Act set up with the proper documentation allows you to be able to be excused from work when it's a disability-related illness and it not get counted against you. Again, it's another form of leveling the playing field if you think about it, but it's also another way for you to ensure that you can be independent, work just like everyone else, to provide for yourself, to be a valuable contributing member to society and to your community, all while still managing whatever it is that your special needs are. And I think that that's pretty much what I've gotten for you today. I sure hope that you've enjoyed this episode six of the TikTok podcast. I know that I sure have. I want to thank you if this is your first time here. And if you've come back, I want to thank you for making me a part of your Monday each and every week as we go forward. Make it a great week. And until next time, on the next episode, next Monday, same place, same time. My name is Teak, and I will see you later. Take care. Thank you for listening to the Teak Talk podcast. The views and opinions shared in the episode by the host and any guest are solely theirs. Teak Talk is intended for informational purposes only and should never be used as legal, medical, or professional advice. We are not responsible for any losses, damages, or liabilities in any form that may arise from the use of this podcast. Having a baby is truly one of life's miracles. Documenting your journey and experience is an absolute must, and Tiny Love Kauai is a name you can trust. To book your session today, visit tinylovekauai.com. That's tinylovekauai.com.